Thanks for joining us on Sample Radio. Zach Milbank here, and with me to preview the 2022 Host Plus Sample League season is Nord coach Jade Rawlings. Jade, how are you? Come on, Zach. How's yourself? Going well, thank you. Thank you very much um, for your time. I do appreciate that as always. Um, I guess the thing straight off the bat, um, from an outsider's point of view, looking at the parade, there's been a significant amount of personnel change over the summer. Um, how have you been dealing with it all? Uh, it's always interesting when you come into a new football club and just gather the information. It's required to have a really good pulse on where you're at. And we were able to have a really productive year, I thought, last year to, to play finals and unfortunately not win one, but to play two finals against uh, the eventual Premier. And obviously South Adelaide were going pretty well. And you get to that point where individuals start making decisions on their career at certain ages and mm. chatting to this a couple of times before I think people get to a certain threshold with state league footy these days because the competition sets the standard of what type of commitments required and mm. uh, when you start bringing children into your life or business interests start increasing or your body starts really struggle to adapt to all the training and playing demands and that's where we got to we had a, a group that had come through together for a number of years and for a variety of reasons we had a number of players finish up their time at Norwood and I thought our club did a great job to acknowledge those people on their time at the club and that mm-hmm. always gives you an opportunity to have a fresh start and I think there were some comments about people being a bit concerned whether we'd be able to field a team but um, unbelievably we actually did a fair bit of recruiting Zach and yeah. Uh, yeah, we were trying to acquire players that we had pretty clear pillars that we wanted to tick off in relation to their potential recruitment. And, yeah, so there's a number of different bases around the club and the playing list, a couple in the coaching group, and with that is optimism and enthusiasm, but also takes a while to establish good team cohesion mm. and spirit and, uh, yeah, chemistry. So a bit mm. to do for us at the parade, but uh, we th- yeah. think we're in a good, healthy spot to launch into the season. It must feel like there's a very different energy around the place and um, perhaps even sort of a little bit more of a younger vibe, I guess, uh, just through natural attrition. Yeah, we have Matty Panos is 30 and Mitch Wilkins is 27. I think everyone else is 25 or younger, so <laughs> that gives us a chance to bring a group through over three to five year period. That's been the, the stance and philosophy of the club, which has been supported by our board and we're very clear in the direction we want to take and uh, people over time will jump onto it and yeah, make the most of being part of a new way of doing things and uh, there'll be some people who drop off over time as well and every club goes through the same thing. But no, there is a real air of optimism about what we can do, Zach. And, mm. Every footy season, if you're not going in optimistic and, and hopeful and ambitious, and you, you kid yourself. So yeah. we're no different than anyone else. And, yeah, it was good to have a first trial on the weekend. We've got another two upcoming and gives us the best prep, we think, for a full season of uh, Santa Fe footy, which is a very high standard these days and it's only getting better. Yeah. Uh, you touched on that trial against the Double Blues on the weekend. Um, uh, pretty tight on the scoreboard, but you don't really worry too much about that at this time of year. Um, what did you like from perhaps some of those youngsters we're sort of talking about that um, yeah, will start to infuse into that league team this year? A lot of the challenge of this three-week period, Zach, is establishing what we do have and positionally where people are best suited and what's the best mix, both on, in all three areas, but especially our on-board brigade when we lose Greg and we lose uh, Douglas or... Uh, pretty pivotal type people and Michael Nolan 
as a random brother Kenzie we played on the wing this will play straight away but mm. aren't going to be part of our group moving forward so working out what the best balance in there is I thought Sturt were excellent um, Marty coached them well they're, they're good strong bodies around the ball they're defensively sound and they're starting to get a bit more aggressive with their offence offensive flavour so it was a pretty high quality practice match actually I ran into Brett Hand the other day and he was overseeing it and yeah he made a comment how clean and how uh, can, yeah, strongly contested the game was so it's always mm. good prep and yeah he made a comment about we don't worry about the scoreboard you actually do <laughs> you um, want to make sure that you are competing and learning mm-hmm. how to well, we were two goals up in the last quarter and it was too good for us in the end but it just exposes parts of your game okay. in, in key situations the scoreboard does dictate what you get to practice so yeah. that's why these trials are done they're so important to your preparation for the season Okay, and how did your youngsters do you think um, handle that sort of game situation and who were some of the youngsters you're perhaps impressed with uh, Tom Donnelly we've got from North Launceston who's played in premierships for North Lonnie in the State League down there. He came in and played fullback for us and we're really pleased with his performance. Young Bain and Lowe, who's also from, has played at North Launceston, but it's from Devonport, uh, my neck of the woods in Tasmania. Bainan's come over and played half forward and we're really pleased with his capacity to deal with the pressure of the game and his uh, decision-making also, his level of pressure was really good. Thomas Graham, who's come over from Centrals and I've known since he was a little boy, I played with his father, he... Been had his last month of training has been excellent and it's really came out on field. So we're pleased mm-hmm. with what Thomas was able to do. Connor McLean from Central's really pleased with Connor's contribution last week. Tommy Condon found a way to kick a couple of goals. Uh, Jay Rantel from Collingwood on ball. Corey Stockdale from who's come over from Casey played on a wing and a little bit on ball. So Mitch Wilkins played on ball, which is something okay. a lot of people may not have seen from him in the past. So mm. that's what I mentioned before about trialing players in positions. Mac Bauer forward and has been doing that Mm -hmm. quite well through the summer so we're still in the throes of what is our best team we don't know what it is yet and that's Mm -hmm. why these next two trials are pretty important for the group and individuals to establish who who's going to make that first team in school now yeah indeed um i know another um player working his way back from injury i understand he played in the reserves but cam tahini as well um he must be pretty important to what you're trying to achieve this year and i guess also in um, addressing the issue of kicking a winning score, which um, sometimes you're outstanding defensively last year, but just not un- un- unable to translate it on the scoreboard. Yeah, I think most coaches and clubs would always look for ways to put as much ability and talent forward to the footy as they can. And Tahini is a very gifted player. And yeah, Cameron came to us quite broken physically, had multiple soft tissue injuries, a concussion issue and probably lost a bit of belief and faith in himself and what he could do as a footballer. But I think Taylor Jack, our high performance manager, has done a terrific job in rebuilding Cam over the mm. summer with the progressive loads of training he's been able to do. But he, we played in the twos because he needed to be able to get some game time and also just be able to play a game and play the way we wanted to before we just threw him straight in the ones. And I thought he handled it really well. And so, yeah, he puts himself in a position to play senior footy. Uh, Jarvis as well. Jarvis didn't play last week, but he'll play this week against West Adelaide. So Jarvis and Tahini are going to both make us better, we think, in the forward yeah. line. Uh, so they're very handy, handy acquisitions for us. And, mm. yeah, we'll be interested to see how quickly they pick up. They've played State League footy for the best part of three to four years now, both at Norwood and at Geelong. So yeah. uh, there's already some pre-existing understanding of the level, this level of footy. So hopefully uh, we're able to get their, their full capability on show as quickly as we can. 
Uh, you touched on a few of these guys earlier in there, um, what you liked uh, against Sturt, but uh, nice to get some um, guys from other Sanford clubs across who perhaps were starved of opportunity where they were, but um, that doesn't mean that they can... Um, can't apply themselves at the Nord Footy Club and turn into really good league footy players like Pierce Seymour of the Eagles, the central pair, and Connor McLean and Tommy Graham and um, Glenelg's Tom Condon. Oh, you're spot on, Matt. Zach, that, look, you can look at it two ways. You can look at someone else's trash as someone else's treasure, or you can just look at it that some people just as starts of opportunity because they come from strong clubs. Like mm. Brett Hand did a great job with Glenelg and Tommy Condon is probably one of the best medium-sized forwards in the reserves comp but wasn't able to squeeze in. So mm. opportunity can be offered elsewhere. Connor McLean got squeezed at Centrals. We see something in Connor. We, we go again. Thomas had played most of the year in the ones at Centrals. Uh, Pierce Seymour, Jay Sheedy, was very glowing of his praise of Pierce, of his capabilities, but felt like after two flags, he still couldn't offer him the opportunities. Is it yeah. time for somewhere else? So that's where I love seeing people get new opportunities. And uh, just because it doesn't work at one club doesn't say it won't work at another. And if they've got a hunger and a drive and a desire to want to be better and just keep pushing themselves, then I personally love those traits and qualities. And mm. if they are able to work their way into our best team, and it's been good recruiting for us and, and good grounding where they've been in the previous club. Speak of the recruiting, and uh, obviously uh, you have your wins and you have your losses there, and you had a couple of wins before Christmas, but uh, unfortunately due to circumstances beyond your control, um, both Chris Jansen and uh, Paddy Nash are not going to be with you in 2022. Yeah, it's one of the shortcomings of the, the systems, Act is for the AFL clubs to have so long to access players, uh, which makes it really difficult as a SNFL and VFL Waffle clubs to confidently recruit players knowing they're going to play for you and mm. um, when Paddy Nash was living with me for pre-Christmas and post-Christmas we come quite close and boys loved him here at Norwood and, mm. but you don't ever stand in anyone's way to go and have exhausted AFL opportunities so he went to St Kilda for two weeks and then halfway through his third week West Coast say so can you come <laughs> over and we'll play, play against Frio this week so <laughs> he'll probably play round one now but mm. you know, we've our philosophy exactly we'd rather have him and lose him than not have him at all yep. and yep. Uh, so that was we're really pleased with Paddy because he's probably too good for this level of footy mm. uh, and Chris Jansen was a challenging one because we worked really hard to uh, recruit Chris and we really enjoyed all the things he stands for and obviously his capabilities as a player but he, a lot of the reasons for moving to South Australia were business interests as mm-hmm. well as wanting to play footy but footy wasn't the number one reason to move over here and mm-hmm. through circumstances outside our and his control, the goalpost moved a little bit and he really professionally let, kept us in a loop of where he was at. Unfortunately, he won't play for us this year and we're open-minded to how it looks in 2023. But as you said, mm-hmm. in China, Adelaide have been through this all before. They recruit yeah. players and they lose them pre-season. So it's certainly not a why was us. It's just circumstances that have unfolded that you just deal with. If you allow them to weigh you down and see it negatively, then you're wasting energy. Mm-hmm. So that's what we look at here at Norwood. Yeah. Uh, Matty Panos uh, touched on him a little bit earlier. How is the former skipper and um, the knee going okay? And how, yeah. yeah, yeah, knee good. He had a slight setback just after Christmas, which we're still rehabilitating. So it has been eighteen months since he's played, or if not slightly longer. So we'll make sure that mm. all the levels of condition he needs to achieve, uh, like what's going to set him up to play for the full season, not just to get back to play our game. So mm. it'll be around the start of the season. We're not absolutely locked as to which week it'll be, but mm-hmm. yeah, he's been been good watching him when he has been 
in the footy drills because I've seen Matt play a little bit, but I've, most of my knowledge of him comes from other people. And uh, yeah, really excited to see what Matt can do for us on game day. He's a great person. I've seen the capabilities to a degree on the track as a footballer, mm. and I know the players love him and our supporters do as well. So a really good story once he's able to work his way back and get back in our senior team. He's an incredibly versatile player. Uh, where do you see his best fit? I see a combination of both forward and midfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm aware of what he's done in the past. I'd rather judge him on what he can do moving forward and what's going to suit our team balance the most. But mm. when you're dealing with someone of Noss's skill level and, uh, and his performance capability, then you've got to maximise it. So I would dare say a lot of it will be forward with uh, as we graduate and keep building condition that midfield will be an area of the ground he'll spend some time as well. Yep. Uh, just looking at your fixture, obviously uh, Friday night footy at the parade is always a highlight there. Um, but a, another feature this year, um, great to see the footy club heading over to your regional zone on the Air Peninsula to take on West Adelaide at uh, the Centenary Oval in Port Lincoln on April 24 in round four. Uh, yeah, it'll be a wonderful uh, journey for the club. Oh, it's a massive deal for us, Zach, that since I've been in Norwood, just the uh genuine investment into the Air Peninsula from us to that area is really really strong and I know that our CEO James Fantasia has done a power work along with our president Paul Diulio to really try and get this off the ground and the SANFL have been very supportive have been able to offer us this opportunity and I know the club's put a lot of work into it in the area to make sure that we can cater for all the demands of what an SANFL game will require but we're really passionate about it, we've got a lot of players on our list who are from the Air Peninsula and I can only go from a personal experience, Zach, that when I was lucky enough to beat Hawthorne, we entered Tasmania to start playing games for premiership points, and I know mm. how I felt. And So that opportunity for our players to play in front of family and friends and the area they grew up in is a really big deal. Yeah. And so it's a really important round for us. And, uh, yeah, it's a really, really big deal for our supporters who have really jumped all over it since it's been announced that they really see that as an opportunity to go and experience Norwood in a different light in a different way mm. than the parade so uh, yeah it's a big deal for us so. and it's excellent that it falls on the long weekend so all Redlegs fans can make the trip up there and uh, come home safely at their leisure yeah that's right and the other part which is well managed is that it does enable the local leagues to still run a normal program and roster around that weekend playing on the Saturday which mm-hmm. our players will be able to go out and watch some local clubs that are aligned to our, our current list of players and some players who have been with us and gone back to the Peninsula. So all in all, I think the management and organisation of this round has been done particularly well. And yeah, it's going to be great for the competition and also great for our area. Another thing of note on the fixture, the first two rounds you play last year's uh, grand finalists in succession. So you're going to pretty quickly know where you're at. Yeah, I did notice that on the fixture that came out, Zach, that it was the grand finalist. So we go 1-2 and then we get to Adelaide round three. So yeah. I think our first six weeks are pretty solid. We go mm. from Glenelg into the Eagles into Port to Westies in Port Lincoln. We come back to Sturt at Sturt and South Adelaide. So it's a, Jeez. Mm. I'm, I'm not a fixture man at all. Like mm. a, you have to play everyone some stage. Yeah. This competition's particularly fair. You play everyone twice and one at home, one away, with the exception of Crows. So uh, wherever you get teams... It's all circumstantial whether you get them on a good week with injury or form or a bad mm. week. And just control your own, your own uh, destiny and how you're training and performing yourself, and that's the most important part. Yeah, indeed. Um, and just before I let you go, obviously uh, there's some really exciting uh, youngsters coming through that have been sort of gnawed 
born and bred. Um, uh, one in particular, Max Michelani. Um, tell us about how he's tracking. Uh, obviously, there's a fair bit of interest in him potentially for the draft come year end, and I suppose also for Crows fans potentially as he's a father son. Yeah, so Max obviously draws a lot of attention because of that father son accessibility for the Crows, and he's done some training with the Crows through the summer. And we're just putting him into our senior program as we speak, actually. He played now twos last week. He's been with Michael Noel in the under-18s through the summer, which Michael's doing a great job with that group. Mm-hmm. We feel as though it's time for Max to come up now. He's a likeable young fellow. He's passionate about footy, and he's got a he's quite slight in his body, but he doesn't play. He, he plays in a strong manner. So mm-hmm. we're really looking forward to having him part of our senior program. And, yeah, nothing's off limits with Max if he plays and performs at a level that demand senior selection then he'll be treated like everyone else so he's one we've also got Jaden Gale who's been really impressive since he's arrived in our senior program for under 18s Matt Nostransky we've got uh, Lockie Charlton who's used to be part of our under 18 program who's come back from uh, PAs in the Amos and mm-hmm. part of our senior program and we'll play senior, seniors this week which is a good result another young player Charlie Camp who was part of our under 18s last year played as a second half player in our seniors against Sturt last week so he's jumped up out of the clouds a little bit. Mm. So, yeah, we've got some we've got an open mind of our new players about what their capabilities are and we've got some existing players that their best footy still ahead of them, Zach. So we've got yeah. a bit of work to do to work out the best balance and structure of our team. But as I keep saying, these next two trial matches will exhaust that for sure. Good luck with all that, Jade. Uh, I'm sure that'll keep you busy and uh, a few sleepless nights along the way. But um, thank you very much for your time on Sample Radio. Do appreciate that. And wishing you and the Nord Footy Club all the best for the 2022 Host Plus Sample League season. Good on you, Zach. Thanks for the chat, mate.